0: It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to a Wednesday. It's hump day. Welcome into Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Tony Burke joins me on this wild Wednesday. The John and Tony Dog and Pony Show continues on March 30th. Two more days left in the month. Then we've got the Final Four. Then we got baseball starting up. NBA playoffs are right around the corner. I'm going to talk a lot of baseball in the next few months, a lot of NBA. So get ready for it. I love the NBA, and I love baseball. A lot of people around here do not love the NBA, and a lot of people around here do not love baseball. It's my show. Right, Tony? I'm going to do what I want.
1: It is your show, John.
0: That's what I hear anyway. M&M Cartage Hotline is open 384-1450 if you'd like to join in on the conversation. 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 414-1450. Don't forget, Thornton's is a perfect stop for all the best pick-me-up items you need to get your day started, like fresh coffee, delicious donuts. Visit our friends at Thornton's and hit us up, Tony and myself, on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Final four this weekend. We'll get Tony's picks as we like to do on Wednesday for his final. F- I was going to get his final four. He told me, well, the final four is already set. Okay. Your champion and your final four winners. Uh, Villanova and Kansas will start it off at 6.09 Saturday night. TBS. Kansas is a four and a half point favorite in that one. Villanova losing uh, one of their best players to the Achilles injury, uh, Justin Moore and uh, we'll see if the Wildcats can recover from that loss to take out the only remaining number one seed, Bill Self, and the Kansas Jayhawks. After that, of course, it's North Carolina Duke. First time ever meeting in the NCAA tournament. The Heels are 28-9, and 8-seed. The Blue Devils are 2-seed, 32-6. Duke is a four-point favorite in that one. NIT, are you paying attention? I mentioned this yesterday. Next year, it won't be in Madison Square Garden. The semifinals and finals may be anywhere, but the Yum Center may make a bid for it. And Tony, I think, was laughing at me at home when I said I would go to the NIT semifinals and final if it was in the Yum Center. Based on the text I got from you, I thought you were kind of laughing at me.
1: Well, you were talking about going, but I, I said, would you pay there's a difference between having a press I, pass. I think I and would paying. though, but I, think I, would, I would go would. watch if the prices were reasonable. And in this day and age, nothing's reasonable.
0: I would love to see the crowd. Now I watched a little bit of the NIT last night. Xavier and Texas A&M won. They will play Thursday in the uh, in the championship game in Madison Square Garden. Uh, Tony, you watched a little bit of it. You told me. Did you notice the crowd at all? Was there a crowd at all?
1: I couldn't tell, John. I, the first few rows, there was people, but they didn't really pan out. I watched some of the Texas A&M game, and uh, they looked awful good. I, Buzz Williams got them on a mission, I think, after not making the NCAA tournament. They're trying to prove something. And I, if I was a betting man, I, I would bet them to beat Xavier. And you always you do this in bowl games. Who wants to be there, right?
0: Because you get a bowl game, and you get a team that either thought they were going to be in the in the championship race thought they were going to be in a new year's six bowl day. They end up in the, I don't know, blue bonnet bowl, the Alamo bowl, whatever. Weed one, eater bowl, whatever it is. The eater bowl, one of the, bowl, the, weed, bowl. yeah, one of the smaller bowls. And you wonder who wants to be there, who's in a bowl for the first time in forever and is excited to be there and wants to play. And it's the same thing with the NIT who wants to be there, right?
1: Yeah. A team like Texas A&M could say, no, we don't even want to play after not making it. But then again, you can turn it the other way and, uh, a and Xavier. Uh Xavier, the losers last night were Washington State, who probably was in the same boat, just didn't play as well. And then St. St. Bonaventure, Bonaventure, who I would have liked to. John, I heard you say that yesterday. Yeah. But uh, I think he had four teams that actually might have wanted to be there.
0: I can't find any information on the attendance last night because that's uh, what I was interested in. They don't in. want you to know. I think uh, the Louisville is a, a city, I think, that would support the NIT finals and semifinals.
1: Yeah, but everything regardless of who's in it, everything at the Yum Center is expensive, that's and, true. and that they're not gonna they're not gonna cut prices down there to get you in for the NIT. So I, I think it's more of a place, you know, a perfect place for me. And I'm not saying Dayton because they do the the first round. A place like that that has not a huge place where a community could take over. All right, that's our NIT talk for the yes. year. We're yes. not going to
0: talk about that anymore. NBA talk. Uh, who's the MVP? We will got Tony's vote on that. I heard an interesting uh, comment from Brian Windhorst, uh, ESPN NBA uh, writer, NBA.com, or ESPN.com NBA writer and NBA analyst. And uh, he's got a guy on his list, and he's he's telling us uh, this guy is leading the poll, the latest poll on ESPN of writers and broadcasters and uh, radio guys and people who cover the NBA. The real voters, there are a hundred of them, that vote for the NBA MVP. A poll was taken recently, and you would be surprised who came out on top. We'll talk about that. The Lakers lose again. We'll get to that. Right now, they're out of the playoffs. And they've got the toughest schedule remaining of the three teams that are fighting for those last two spots. New Orleans, the Lakers, and San Antonio. The Lakers have the toughest schedule of those three. So are they going to make the playoffs Bucks beat Philly last night. Very interesting game there. Um, Clippers came back from way down. They're still in the play-in hunt. They are. Uh, they came back from way down to beat Utah. Utah is hitting the skids right now. And Kyrie said something interesting last night. Tony will love that. The big news from Louisville basketball today, about an hour ago, Sidney Curry put on Twitter that he is returning to the University of Louisville. He's not heading to the transfer portal. He's going to hang with Kenny Payne. Tony, I think that's great news for the Cards.
1: I think he's one of the couple guys they had to get back, and uh, they kept him. He has a big future, big, strong post player who really came on for the Cardinals this year.
0: We begin today, though, with the Final Four preview. It is in New Orleans. Um, We wanted to go again this year. Tony, we were there with your brother-in-law, Steve Beckman. He sort of got it together. And we ended up going 10 years ago. Louisville and Kentucky played in the Final Four this year. Same venue, North Carolina and Duke will play for the first time ever in the Final Four. It's kind of the same sort of uh, scenario where you have two rivals. Now, the difference is Kentucky and Louisville had played in the tournament before. Carolina and Duke have never played in the tournament. But to play in a Final Four against your rival – If you are a Carolina fan or a Duke fan or you live somewhere in North Carolina and you're a hunter and you don't even pay attention to basketball, you're going to try to get to this game. We had so much fun in New Orleans that weekend.
1: Oh, it was the greatest trip ever. I mean, you don't get Kentucky and Louisville, first of all, playing that often, you know, once a year. But in a Final Four.
0: once every 10 years or so in the tournament, they – might happen to hook up. Yeah, we remember well, the dream game.
1: I had to finagle a little work there to get down there. Maybe I, I might have got a little ill that, that weekend. But yeah. well, we got down there on a Friday and came back on a Tuesday morning. And the Louisville, Kentucky crowds were unbelievable. Me and you had never been to, New, never Orleans, been to New Orleans. yeah. And it's one of those once-in-a-lifetime trips that goes – Bucket list. Uh, yeah, and we just had an unbelievable – I thought we might get a 10-year reunion. I know we wouldn't get Louisville and Kentucky again – But hopefully, maybe Kentucky got there. Maybe we could finagle
0: it. Well, that was over uh, about 10 days ago. Yeah, there was a peacock in the way. Peacocks got in the way. Um, I remember uh, you called me or or you called Steve and called me three-way calling and, hey, hey, we want to do this. And and I thought, there's no way. There's no way my wife's going to okay this. I was shocked because I told her, you know, you go up with, hey, uh, Hey, listen to this. Uh, I just got. Called. You're going to get a kick out of this. This is funny. Uh, Tony, Tony's talking about going to the Final Four in New Orleans. You, you know, U L's playing U K, and and y'all, you know, it's never going to happen again, probably in our lifetime. And my wife, to my utter shock, said, "Well, you got to do it." And I said, uh, ex- "Excuse me, could you go back you to my- your pod and I'm send my wife. real wife back here?" <laughs> and she said. You know what? You're right. This is a bucket list thing. You're never going to get to have a chance to do this again. Louisville. Plus, you got Kansas and Ohio State in there. You, you know, you've got it's a Final Four. You've never been to a Final Four. She said, "You got my blessing. Go." Yeah. After I got up, after I fainted, I got up off the floor, called Called you right back. back, and said, "Hey, dude, I'm in." And she can't take it
1: back now. I'm in. Yeah, my wife would have liked to have gone. i glad she didn't get
0: the night to think about it. She might have changed her mind.
1: Yeah, my wife would have loved to go, gone, but she okayed me. You drove all the way there, all the <laughs> way back, which was unbelievable. Well, I was
0: not letting you or Beckman drive my car. Well, right,
1: Steve sure. set us up with hotel rooms because they were very expensive, and we ended up getting great deals, great location. It, it couldn't – I mean,
0: it it's was – It's nice to know a guy that has hotel points.
1: Yeah, especially after you bail on a couple Marriott of days, points. and then they say, oh, and he goes, this is what I pay in Louisville. Give me that room. So – it was it was a fun trip, unbelievable. Never been to a Final Four national championship game, and we saw the cats and the cards.
0: And there. we go to the games on Saturday. I was here's a mistake I think we made. Kentucky and Louisville played the first game on Saturday, if you remember. Yes. And they don't sell alcohol at the arena. I get that they might now, but they didn't then. Uh, NCAA rule. We stayed for Kansas Ohio State instead of going out and celebrating on the town. I'm still surprised we did that.
1: Well, we knew we could be out all night. We were and, we, New and Orleans, we pretty much we were, were. But we could have got started two and a half hours earlier. I think we got started before we left, and then we started after the game. Uh, a great call from my dad and I called him after the national championship game. He goes, "Hey, how drunk are you guys?" And I go, "They don't sell anything here, but we're getting ready to go."
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we've been in the game for we've been in this arena for five hours, haven't had a drop, so we're fine. <laughs> Um And then Sunday, magically, we get cheap tickets to the Louisiana Derby, which happened to be the same weekend, ironically. And friend Dean Wells took our, care our of us. Our buddy Dean Wells took care of us there. We got cheap tickets. Got uh, sat in a indoor air conditioned box with a television for uh, about five bucks a man. Not even five bucks a man. So. um Fantastic, uh, and ninety nine to one. I don't remember the name of the horse that won the Louisiana Derby. It was ninety nine to one, and our friend Jerry Roby. By the way, happy birthday, Jerry yeah. Roby. Uh, his sister, his, his sister, and his wife, wife. both had the ninety nine to one horse, which yeah. was really more like one hundred and twenty to one. They, couldn't, they can't, you can't go more than ninety nine on the tote board. Um, and our had, buddy Art, our buddy Ox, our buddy Artie Sailor told us we should have bet the uh, we should have done bingo. And if you don't know what bingo is, you take all the horses to win the favorite. Second. to come in second, and all the rest of the field the to come in third in the trifecta. Well, the long shot won. The favorite came in second. We don't care who came in third. The trifecta paid a, a whole lot, lot of money. money. And we, we didn't have it. did not have it. Because our good friend, Artie, doesn't suggest it until after the race is over. So then we go back out on the town Sunday night in New Orleans. Tried Had to go to time. the Jimmy Buffett concert. Tried. It was, it was cr- too crowded. <laughs> so crowded. We we got we could hear Jimmy Buffett. That was, uh, I think that was my first fall of the weekend. Yeah,
1: I think you fell on the railroad I tripped tracks. Tripped over
0: the railroad tracks. Yeah. Did not spill any of my bourbon. I'm very proud of that. And then uh, championship game day, it rained cats and dogs. Uh, cats and cards, I guess I should say. It rained cats and cards. And um, we were able to somehow get to the arena, somehow s- scurry up a a van taxi. That that was my second fall, trying to get in the van taxi. Completely sober, by the way. Yes. Yes. And uh, went to the championship game. Thank Jerry Roby again, one of our U of L friends. Uh, we we did not have team section tickets for either game. We had regular tickets for lower the first level. game, lower level. Steve Be- we, we Steve Beckman did yeoman's work on the internet on uh, what was the. Uh, uh, website. Hub Stub. No, it wasn't uh, Stub Hub. It was Stub Hub. No, 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 no. Because they had the room there. So text him and ask him what it was. <laughs> it wasn't Stub. It might have been Stub Hub. It was. But uh, he got us great seats, not in anybody's cheering section. So after the game, of course, this is what you do you find the teams that lost and you try to buy tickets off of those fans for the Monday night championship game. So we had a lot of U of L friends, and our buddy Jerry Roby gave us quite a nice deal. Uh, on his tickets, he was heading back to Louisville. Big Cardinal fan. He was not going to hang around for the uh, championship game. So we got to sit basically in the Louisville section uh, for the championship game. And uh, Kentucky beats Kansas. But uh, unbelievable night. Yeah, unbelievable on, on week.
1: On the way home, John fell again. So he only fell three times. Only on fell his, twice in New Orleans. Yeah, once in Alabama. Yeah,
0: once in Alabama. I blame that one on you, but that's okay. My, my alarm on my car went off, and I was trying to run to throw the keys to Tony and – to it went down in gravel. Don't, here's a here's a safety tip: Don't <laughs> fall in gravel because you're picking gravel out of body parts for the next six hours. Do not fall in gravel. So if you're a North Carolina fan, you're Duke fan. What's your feeling right now? You are just tickets have to be extraordinary, but you're scared to death right now. Yeah, oh, we're gonna go up there, and Coach K is gonna lose to Carolina in his final game. Oh my gosh, we're going to go up there and we're going to get beat by Coach Kay in his now final season. We're going to have to listen, to, we're that. Gonna have to, listen Gee, to that. We beat them the and now they beat us for 50 in the- years. Uh, so these, these fan bases are, are and, and U of L and UK fan bases were like that 10 years
1: ago. Yeah, exactly. But d- just Louisville did bring atmosphere. out the orange uniforms there, they they were orange. That we thought Syracuse <laughs> showed up for the semifinal game. Everybody remembers those, uh, whatever they called them. Some type of red, but they they were orange. They
0: didn't look orange. They looked orange on TV, but they didn't look nearly as orange as they did in person. Exactly. Unbelievable. And uh, So Carolina, Duke, Villanova, Kansas uh, in game one. Again, Kansas, four-and-a-half-point favorite. Duke is a four-point favorite. We're going to take a break, come back. We'll get Tony's picks on those games and who he thinks is actually going to win this championship. Tiger Woods news, he played 18 holes yesterday at Augusta with his son, Charlie, and with Justin Thomas. Will he play in the Masters, which begins in eight days? NBA news, and a couple of uh, NFL teams bringing back some golden uniforms. Talk about that as well. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M John Spears in studio. You can reach us, Tony Burke and myself, on the M&M hotline, 384-1450. That's 384-1450. Or you can text the show on the Thornton's text line, 414-1450. Download Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app today for great offers and savings on fuel every day. That's Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app. And hit me up on the Thornton's text machine at 502-414-1450. The Big X golf cards are ready. The card features Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. You can play these great courses for under $25 a round with the 2022 Big X Sports Radio Golf Card. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457. Again, play Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake, under $25 round with cart included. Get yours today. Supply is limited. Tony Burke, how many of those five courses have you played? Chariot Run, yes. Yes. O Capital, no. Elk Run, yes. Valley View, yes. And Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. We're supposed
1: to go play last year and head to bail.
0: We get, we need to steal a couple of these golf cards. And
1: yeah, maybe a couple we'll get. Maybe have been laying around here if Dugan maybe leaves. Uh, nah, he won't
0: do that. Nah, he won't do that, but, but there are ways. There are ways to get to the to the golf cart. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, Ozark
1: starts uh, a- April 29th, the final segment of And, and if you four. have Netflix and you've never watched Ozark, start watching it. It's the best series maybe ever.
0: <laughs> uh, Texture says, and you're going to have to help me with this one, Tony. Just curious, how much does a bingo bet cost to place? I've never heard that, but I like it. Let's say you have a 10-horse field. What's it cost to place that bet? I think it's 10 10. times 9, which is 90. And if you're betting a 50 cent, it would be $45. 45. Yeah,
1: you you get a group. You don't just do it with one or two guys. It's a group bet. And it it seems more expensive than it is because there's only one horse in second. You're keying on one horse. Yeah, so you're keying it with everybody on top and everybody on bottom. So the combinations work there. It just matters how much you want to bet. but. Travecta, you hit the right one, boom. (laughs) Uh,
0: Unfortunately for our friend Artie, uh, he told us after the race. It's easy to pick the winners after the race. It's
1: much easier.
0: All right, uh, let's talk a little golf here, Tony. Tiger Woods played 18 holes yesterday at Augusta. Uh, Justin Thomas played alongside of him. His son Charlie played alongside of him. Now, mentally, we know this guy can play. He played with a broken leg in the U.S. Open against Rocco Mediate and beat him. Um, physically that's the question mark. And here's, here's my question. Did he walk all 18 holes yesterday? Because you've been to Augusta more than I have. You've been to actual tournament play during the masters and you've walked those hills. It's not like it looks on TV. It Mm. is uh, John Feinstein's book. A good walk spoiled is about walking at Augusta. It's a great tournament. It's a great golf course. Man, it is not good on your body.
1: When you walk in and you walk past the first tee, the 18th green is on the left and the ninth green is on the right. And I'm telling you, television gives it no justice. When they hit out that shoot on 18 and they hit it, it is uphill. Television gives you a little bit of it, but if you stand there and look at it, and I remember what Arnold Palmer said, the last round he played and his grandson, uh, caddied for him, he said, I shouldn't have done it. I knew better than to try to walk that golf course for two days at my age. And that just kind of tells you how hard that golf course is to walk. And man, you know, uh, number ten goes into a gully and then comes straight up a hill before you get to a- back a in Amen like Corner. That. And it's like, wow. I mean, you're either walking. If
0: you're walking that course, you're either walking uphill or downhill. You yeah. are very rarely walking a flat
1: line. Yeah, there's just a few holes that uh, kind of go flat back there in Amen Corner. You got a few, but after that, yeah, you know, there's not a whole lot.
0: Um, does he play a week from tomorrow?
1: I think he does. I think he's been trying to prime himself for it. You know what? He might go out and play nine holes in DQ, but I think he'll try.
0: By the way, I've got the uh, Oscar. Uh, Oscar. Wow. Oscar. The, uh, uh, Will Smith ain't playing. No, Will Smith is not playing. Will Smith plays catches for the Dodgers. Uh, John Rahm, 9-1. to one. Jordan Spieth and Colin Morikawa are 12-1, to one, along with Justin Thomas. Rory McIlroy... And Dustin Johnson fourteen to one. Cameron Smith and the very hot Scotty Scheffler right now, sixteen to one. Tiger Woods is sixty to one as we speak to win – not play him, but to win the Masters. I think he should be probably ten to one to play in the Masters, and you can bet that. But right now sixty to one is it worth a ten spot to put on Tiger? No. He won it in two thousand nineteen. We certainly didn't think he was going to.
1: Well, if Coach K – Wins this weekend, bet on Tiger. There you go. All kinds of things. Old are guys happening. are. Gonna... Yeah, things are just falling into place. But no, and I, I'm going to give you my quick sleeper, and I know you okay. like him because you picked go. him before. Cameron Smith.
0: Cameron Smith is fantastic golfer. He's just and he was close last year in this tournament. Um, uh, but remember, it was played in November. I think Hideki Matsuyama won it. He's twenty-eight to one. He's been as hurt, a defending though. champion.
1: He's had back problems. He's going to play this week. Only reason I know that because he's on my fantasy golf <laughs> team.
0: Yeah, I don't want to talk about my fantasy golf team right now. It nobody. Did not, it did, Wait, nobody wants to hear about fantasy. It did not go well in the Dell match play for me. But 60-1 to one on Tiger winning the tournament. Tony, he, he's an old 46. He's 46 years old. He's an old 46 because he's had knee problems, back problems. He's had back fusion surgery. Yeah. He's got one leg that's now completely different from the other leg. He's got a foot that was mangled in this wreck that he has trouble – His foot, he has said, has caused him more trouble than anything because you're walking on your foot, and it's just got to heal. And he's not a patient guy.
1: Well, he has different doctors and surgeons than me and you have.
0: That's fair. But it sort of feels like he wants to play two rounds, make the cut great, miss the cut. He doesn't want to get embarrassed. Tiger Woods is not a guy that wants to get embarrassed. He doesn't want to go out there and shoot 80, right? Right. But it feels like I'm gonna play. I, pl- I got to play with Charlie. Maybe Charlie and I play in the par three. Although that would shock me if he played in the par three on Wednesday. And then I play in this tournament, and then that's it. I shut it down for a long time. Maybe come back on the senior tour uh, later if my leg and foot get good enough. But I want Charlie to be, our- be there to see me play this Masters. Uh, you know, he's a little. He's three years older than he was in 2019 when he played.
1: Yeah, it's hard to tell. I guess only time will, will tell us in about a week. His leg was mangled.
0: I mean, he almost lost his leg. I understand. Remember Ken Green? Ken Green uh, had a now, leg. A lot of people
1: don't remember Ken Green.
0: Amputated, but he, he played and obviously didn't play championship golf. Nobody plays Tiger Woods type of golf, but. If he doesn't think he can compete, he won't play. I agree with that. But as an athlete, your condition to think you can yeah. compete. To think I can win this thing, I can be in the middle of this. Uh, there's you know Johnny Unitas, Joe Namath, even Joe Montana. They go to different teams later in their careers. They Tom Brady, oh well, that- uh, he's different. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, I'm not talking about the goat. I'm talking about <laughs> other quarterbacks who won Super Bowls. I just they go and they you know just didn't work out. They you just hang on too long. A lot of athletes hang on too long. Albert Pujols is he hanging on too long here? We saw him play last year. He, I feel like he needs a playing. designated runner. I feel like he
1: should be playing in a softball league. Yeah, he needs a runner when he gets on base.
0: Well, we all need that, except for you. I, I need a runner when I got on base. Now That's I get what, hurt every time. You I know run. what? I still do. You know why I quit playing? Because I needed a runner when I got on base, and nobody wanted to run. Um, I, I just, I think this might be one of those situations where he's like, "Look, I can put up with this pain. I'm going to play this tournament, so my son can see me at this age playing in this tournament." And uh, maybe hand the bag off to him because apparently Charlie's a pretty good golfer.
1: Yep, th- I think so, John. Uh, but it, it, he, you're right, what you said yesterday. If he does play, they'll show him, and they'll show him, and they'll show him, <laughs> and they'll show him. But I, I said this yesterday: a guy could be putting on 18 for the win for a 60
0: on Thursday. Tiger is four over, hitting his fourth shot on a par five on the 13th hole, and guess what? We're going to see Tiger shot live. We're going to see this putt for a sixty on uh, tape delay. Yep, because He's rightfully tiger. so, people watch when Tiger Woods plays. Ratings will go up. Will Zalatoris is thirty-five to one. Um, let's see, Bryson DeChambeau, Xander Shoffley, twenty to one. Let's Lee Westwood? He's always there. Patrick Cantlay is eighteen to one. Tony, I think that's a big number for Patrick Cantlay. Uh, I do not have the number. Probably about sixty,
1: but. I'm telling you what he won't win. Former champion Louis Oosthoek, but he'll always be up there. He Adam Scott's is.
0: fifty to one. That's uh, Finau's fifty to one. Corey Connors is playing great, sixty-five to one. Now maybe that comes down. Yeah, we're a week we're a week out here. We're more we're more uh, worried about the uh, the uh, Valero Texas Open right now. At least I am financially more worried about the Valero <laughs> Texas Open. Me too. Which uh, happens this week. Go Jordan Spieth, but I'm not playing favorites. Um, you want to get back to the Masters?
1: Love would you, to. would you go back? I would love to. Hardest ticket in sports? I mean, I think
0: that's a bucket list thing, too.
1: Let me, let me tell you a quick little story yeah, on that. I, I get a phone call from our buddy Damien, and, and, and I had turned down the practice round on Monday, and he calls me back and said, I came upon these tickets because of the, some issues that were going on with our company. Let me stop you. People
0: aren't supposed to give their tickets away, right?
1: Exactly, but their company had it. Okay, all right. And because of some issues with the uh, Martha Burke women at Augusta, their company had something to do with it. So he ended up with the tickets, and I go to my wife, and I go, honey, (laughs) do you care if I go to the Masters? It was Saturday and Sunday. Wow. In 2003. Who won that year? Uh, Mike Weir beat Lynn Matisse in a playoff. And I looked at her, and she goes, how bad do you want to go? And I go, honey, it's the hardest ticket in sports. And she goes, okay. Kind of the – New Orleans type of thing, you know. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm asking. There, there, there are times. My dad taught me that. There are times when you ask, and there's times when you kind of ask. but you bring they, it up. You, you bring it up. Yes, there's two different kinds. One <laughs> that means I really want to go, and one that let's just see what she says. But that was one that I really wanted to go, and it was another great trip that I may be able to never get to do again. <sighs> All
0: right. Damien calls you in January. It says Tony. Pit Row, Daytona Five Hundred. Free ticket. Do you go to your wife and say, "Honey, I know I said the Masters was the hardest ticket in sports. The Daytona Five Hundred is the hardest ticket in sports."
1: I I might not no, say it's you the can't hardest. Do that. No, I couldn't do that. But my wife, my lovely wife Tara, is a sports <laughs> fan, and she understands that type <laughs> she of. She knows. Stuff. And now that see, we're my retired, wife doesn't know what the big events are, yeah. so
0: I've got a little advantage here. I can use that line a few times.
1: Yeah. But now that we're old, retired guys, John, you have to do those things if they come. Anybody wants to offer me and John to go somewhere yes, that's a sporting event? We're in. We're in. I mean, hey. We're, we're,
0: you know. We go to a Purdue, game, a Purdue football game every year. We thank Greg Brown for that. Hopefully the, we'll uh, be back this year. I've already talked to him. We uh, already put our request in for a certain game. We right.
1: we did not get up to see Desmond Ritter last year, which was a – That's disappointing. That, that's, but maybe we make an NFL family. trip this year. That's what is uh, – and Aaron Ice's stepdad told me. Absolutely. going to be playing. Come um, see that. Well, we're in. We're in.
0: Uh, I hope he's playing for the...
1: Minnesota Vikings.
0: No, I don't want to go to Minnesota. Indoor. Uh, I hope he's playing for Dallas. Let's, I've never been to Dallas. Well, that'd,
1: be, that'd be a good move. Let's yeah. go to
0: Dallas. Or, you know, Tampa, Miami. Yeah. Even Jacksonville.
1: We can make it. We go to Florida. Days. We just take a long drive. Take a, just a long drive to Florida.
0: then. You know what, Tennessee Titans? We go watch him three or four times.
1: Yeah, we stay for the weekend. Just hang right. <laughs> I right,
0: speaking of the NFL, the creamsicle's coming back, Tony. The Tampa Bay Buccaneer creamsicle uniforms with the white—I know Phoenix
1: Hill Richard's listening
0: with the white helmet. They're gonna—they're having them Love this them. year. Not every game; it's one of those throw. It'll be a throwback game or oh. two. The creamsicle. Now there was a rule in the NFL recently implemented that the white helmets were you couldn't wear white helmets anymore if you notice nobody wears white helmets good call um uh, so the creamsicles they couldn't bring them back because they went with the white helmet they're allowing the white helmet with the buccaneer on it uh to come back just for this particular were the, were the
1: car, kind, where the cart what color were the cardinals helmets?
0: uh arizona were are they're uh sort of a dark i guess they're red i don't know they seem white don't they yeah, uh, there's maybe it was grandfathered in. I don't okay, know. Okay, uh, that just hit me. But in any event, the creamsicle,
1: the cream sickle is back. Oh, Tom I, Brady, great. in the creamsicle. I mean, I don't know if I'd wear them because they might start losing if they start wearing them. But
0: yeah, they were 0-14 that year. Not good. <sighs> Uh, but then yesterday the the creamsicle was announced a couple of weeks ago. Yesterday the Eagles announced they're bringing back the Kelly green. Oh, yes. Oh, Jane um uh, uh, Dick Vermeil. Dick Vermeil, Randall Cunningham. Oh, there's uh there's uh, Phoenix L. Richard. Phoenix L. Richard loved the Creamsicle uniforms. Uh but the Eagles are bringing back the Kelly green. I love Mike all Quick the old uniforms. And uh, man. all those guys and the Eagles uniform, the Eagles have to have some of the ugliest uniforms in the league right now, especially their darker ones. You can't even yeah. read Eagles oh, on the front of the they're shirt. They're horrible. They're hideous. I mean, Bill Berge wouldn't wear those. Matt uh, uh, Ryan, buddy Ryan, wouldn't approve of those at all. But Randall Cunningham and the, and the Kelly Green are coming back. I'm excited. Yeah, uh, this is what kind take of, much to this make This is us the excited. kind of show you're going to have for the next few months while there's no <laughs> basketball and no football going on. We're excited about the uniforms. And I did watch the first two episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine last night with my wife. Have you watched that show? No, I have not. Andy Samberg. Um, I don't know yet. That's what I'll say. I don't know yet. We try. My wife said, ah, let's watch something we haven't seen. Uh, my daughter loves this Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Look, if your daughter loves something, it's a different era, folks. It doesn't mean you're going to love it. So I'm two episodes in. I'm going to give it another few. I do like Andy Samberg, but... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. All right, NBA talk on the other side of the break, and we're going to get finally, I know you've been waiting for it, Tony's picks to win this weekend in the Final Four. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Final segment, Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. 384-1450, 384-1450, that's the m M&M and hotline to join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thornton's text line is 502-414-1450. Get your last-minute text into the show. And don't forget to go and get your 2022 Big X Sports Radio golf card. You can get it at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457. Play the great courses at Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake for under $25 a round with cart included. Supplies are limited, so get your Big X Sports Radio golf card today. That phone number again, 812-725-1457. Or the easiest way to do it is go to BigXSportsRadio.com to get yours today. Uh, Tony, I wanted to ask you about this. Connecticut, NC State. The other night, the women's game was fantastic. Double overtime. I watched it. I watched the whole uh, the whole game and, and the, trying to watch the beginning of the little game as well. But um, what are your thoughts on the fact that Connecticut is a two seed, got to play in Bridgeport, and NC State is a one seed, basically had a road game.
1: Well, it's ninety miles. They said on the game, but that's like Kentucky playing in the Yum or U of L playing at as rub. a two seed. I would think. That's yeah. unfair. Uh, I, e- I, even
0: if Kentucky played the Yum Center against one seeded, let's just say it was Duke. I that's agree, unfair John. unfair to
1: Duke. I agree. But that's Connecticut. And,
0: I man, it is what it is, I guess. But, yeah. I, here's I just I, don't think, as the committee, you put Connecticut no. as a two seed in the Bridgeport region. Not, you got to put them somewhere.
1: Not else. in the Sweet 16 and then. Uh, Elite Eight. No, that that's too far into the tournament. And these to be teams, these games. ones
0: and twos, they play at home during the first two yeah, rounds. That, of the that's fine, tournament. It? I'm fine with that. You've earned that as as uh, you know, winning your conference and being getting those high seeds. But now, when you get to the regionals,
1: well, let me say something that we we, we were with Big Al of the Fish, and he was talking about the first round games, ones in the sixteen. I yeah, used to not be able to get that spreads high enough. Did you see? There was forty and fifty and sixty point wins. I think if you would have bet all yeah. the one seeds you'd have probably made money. Throughout the tournament. And the women's. But when, and here's my question to you, too. Yeah, you're right. Cards are an eight-point underdog, ladies. What do you think? Eight um, points, just looked at it on ESPN.
0: Here's my problem. I've seen one South Carolina game. That was against Kentucky. And that was against Kentucky, and they didn't play well. They're big. South Carolina is considered, by far, the best team in the country. Uh, to people who've seen them, they'll probably say, yep, that spread's about right. And again... Vegas knows more than we do, um, assess Louisville's chances here. Because let's say you beat South Carolina. Now you got to play the winner of the defending champion, Stanford and UConn. I would say right now Louisville's the four seed in this tournament.
1: I would say so too because Connecticut's playing really well with uh, Paige Beckers and getting her back. And you're looking at another uh, – you're the defending national champions yep, or Stanford. Stanford, correct me if I'm wrong. That's correct. Uh, I think Louisville's women are going to have a – Really decided disadvantage is the size. They have to shoot the ball well and put pressure on them because Sacramento is big and they're good. So we'll see. It'd be interesting Friday night, right? Early early Friday night. Early game Friday,
0: 7 o'clock. And what Louisville's going to do, it runs into my fish fry. I will say that.
1: I got to get up to the fish fry.
0: I was there last week, St. Stephen Martyr. Fantastic. Uh, Let me know. Uh, I will. Line was long. I think I get Uh the beer line was not long, but the fish line was long, so I didn't eat. Uh anyway, I don't I don't know where I'm going now. Uh Louisville, eight and a half point underdog. What they've done in the last well, really, since they lost in the ACC tournament, Jeff Walls has decided we're gonna bring pressure. We're gonna bring defense half court half court press. We're gonna bring full court press. Put Emily Engsler, long and lanky, on the front of it, and they ha- that has really helped them get out and going offensively, and it's helped their defense. They're, they're defensively maybe the best team left.
1: Well, defense turns into offense, and that's what they've done very well, and that's why they're in the Final Four. Good luck to the cards. Absolutely, and Jeff Wall's done a great job.
0: Uh, he's got that new contract. Uh, it's funny, Kenny Payne gets the contract, and oh, by the way, we're going to announce Jeff's got his – you know, we've – We've altered his contract too,
1: Dugan. Uh, extenders. yours. That day. Right Dugan has Carolina. not.
0: I'm uh, as as I am in life. I'm day to day. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Um, all right. Let's talk about the Final Four. Let's get your picks. Game one: Villanova and Kansas, two seed against a one seed. Villanova lost one of their best players to an injury. The Jayhawks have been up and down all year long. Kansas, four and a half point favorite. Who wins the game? Who covers the game?
1: Kansas is playing very well. I told you before the show, not a fan of them. Watching them a lot this year, but it's not what they've done in the past. It's what they're doing now. I think with Justin Moore out, I think you have to go with Kansas to win the game and to Kansas to cover the four-and-a-half. So you're giving here. Yeah. I, I Underdogs I'm for, have I'm been for, really I'm good this I'm far Villanova. I'm far Villanova. I'm pulling against your brother. I saw hard, a stat always. before this past weekend,
0: so it may have changed. That if you bet a hundred dollars money line on every underdog in this tournament throughout, you'd be up fourteen hundred dollars right now. Now St. Peter's over Kentucky was going to pay you a whole lot of money. Yeah. Uh, New Mexico State went in their first game game'll pay you a whole, Creighton. Went in their first game over Iowa. St. Peter's Iowa, beating Purdue. Going to play St. Peter's beating Purdue. St. Peter's beating Murray State. They were underdog in all three of those games. That's going to win you some money. But if you just said, "I am betting a hundred on every underdog to win the game outright." You're doing pretty well. Doing real well. Um, So you got Kansas. How about Carolina Duke? Duke's a four-point favorite. Can't Uh, pull for either team. You know, they split in the regular season. Each team won on the other team's home court. They didn't play in the ACC tournament. (laughs) Carolina is playing great basketball right now. There's no two ways about it.
1: They are, and I really want to pick them, but for some reason, I texted you the other night, this is turning into the Coach K class. Didn't you call it's, it puke? <laughs> <laughs> is that a duke? Something like that. It I just I, I think I accidentally hit the oh, D. That's, so the D. I, yeah, it's right near the D there. But it, it is crazy how this is working for them. They get destroyed by North Carolina at home on Coach K day, and now they get a reprieve. It feels like Coach Gotta K sold Duke. his soul to win this time. I, I think he did too, John, on his way out.
0: Uh, and you're not putting John Shire in an admirable position here either. <sighs> you know, Adolph Rupp Joe B. didn't Hall put Joby Hall. John Wooden didn't put uh, Gene Barto in a good spot. You win here. Now, 13th Final Four for Duke. John Wooden went to 12. Uh, 13th Final Four for Coach K. John Wooden went to 12. Is Mike Krzyzewski – the greatest coach in college basketball? Yes. Ahead of John Wooden? Yes. Why? Because Mike Krzyzewski didn't have Bill Walton for three years and and, uh, Lou Alcindor for three years? Well, it was different. That's six of them.
1: Not all the teams made the tournament. There was good uh, USC teams out there. The second team in the SEC did not go. Yeah. Uh, Just a small tournament, and uh, there was not parity back then. UCLA had everybody, and they also had a guy that uh, got all those players there that nobody ever wanted to talk
0: about. Yeah. Well, you know every team's. Got oh, they that all guy. do. I know. So uh, I'm writing these down. Let me see, Tony. You got who? You got Kansas, and I'm
1: going to go with Duke. And you're
0: taking the favorites. And I
1: might, here. I might have to find something to do on Monday night. <sighs> go out somewhere and do well, something. Well, you
0: know my brother. Uh, and I said this on the show. I'm good with anybody but Kansas. Man. I know. If Duke wins, you know what? It stinks. But Coach K's gone. If Carolina wins. All right, Hubert Davis. You know what, Kentucky. Good for Hubert. If you're a Kentucky fan, hey, we beat them by 30 or whatever it was. Good for Hubert Davis. I have no problem with Hubert Davis. If Villanova wins, I'm ecstatic. But the Good injury, for Jay the injury kills
1: them. I, I, they don't. They're not deep enough. Jay
0: Wright's the best coach in the country. Best, right now. best. without question. Question. Because no I question. said this the other day. Name one Villanova player.
1: I could because I watched him. But.
0: Colin Gillespie. After that, maybe yeah, you get more because he got hurt. You get Samuels, maybe Daniels, and but
1: but nobody would have known those John before the tournament. Nobody, nobody. Uh, But if
0: Kansas wins, now I got to turn my my uh, I got to block my brother on my phone. You got to (sighs) tiring. All right, MVP of the NBA. Let's do this quick. Uh, For most of the season, everybody's thought Joel Embiid's going to win the MVP, and rightfully so. But if you look at the numbers. Giannis Antetokounmpo is still the best player in the league. That's why they're going to win it all. It's all about the story. And Dan Patrick says this all the time. He's won two in a row. I need a new story. If he's got better numbers or comparable numbers to what he had the last two years, which he does, why isn't he the MVP again? Those numbers won him MVP last year. They should win him MVP this year. Jokic, I want it. Jokic. uh, You know, he's got the same numbers as he had last year. Why is he not up for MVP? So, Nikola Jokic, right now, Brian Windhorse said today, the poll of, of voters, and it's 100 voters, they were all polled. Right now, Jokic is getting more votes than anybody to win MVP. Are you surprised by that? Because the narrative's been Joel Embiid, Giannis Antetokounmpo, LeBron will get a few votes, Doncic will get a few votes. Luka Doncic, to me, who's the second best player in Dallas? I mean, Giannis has Middleton and Bede has Harden now. Dak Prescott. It's Spencer Dinwiddie, is the answer to the question. Name me a Dallas Maverick is, uh, it, that doesn't last, that lasts about as long as yeah, name me we a going back wildcat. and forth. Boom, over. Uh, Jalen Brunson. There's
1: a guy named Kleber. Powell. There's a guy named Kleber. Pal. I don't even know a pal. That guy from uh, Stanford or wherever.
0: Oh, Oh, no, that's uh, – I don't know
1: who that is. Yeah, it is. I, Big guy, about laps. Doesn't matter. Luka Doncic
0: numbers. He had triple-double last night, 32-14 – or 34. What about Devin Booker? 34-12-12. Devin Booker. The problem with Devin Booker is he's got Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton. So as great as he's been, and he has been great, people think Chris Paul is more valuable on that team. Yeah. that's that's what people think, it just and gets, maybe he it is more up. valuable on that team, but in the league, maybe Booker's most valuable player.
1: I saw Giannis in person this year playing the Pacers, yeah. and thanks, honey, for going on our anniversary. <laughs> um, but you got a sports it, wife, it, it, there, man. It's 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 unbelievable, John. When a guy that size, he's a better shooter now. They were talking about this on the television yesterday. His mid-range game, he's shooting like forty-two percent, which is above league average. From Making mid-range. free throws, his three throws. And when he makes a move, he just dunks it on you. And there's nothing to it. He's so big and so long, and he's so good. And I st- I-, I think that I like them. I-, I still like Milwaukee to win it all.
0: Yeah, they uh, they beat Philly last night in Philly, 118-116. Giannis had 40 points, 14 rebounds, six assists, and blocked Joel Embiid's layup at the buzzer that would have tied the game in sent door time. They called goaltending, reviewed it, and said, "Nope, he blocked it. Had a jump ball with a, a second and a half left, and and uh, Milwaukee hangs on." I I don't disagree. I had a texter yesterday ask me about who who went gets to the finals in the East. Look, it's wide open, but Milwaukee, good coach, good uh, good cast of characters after Giannis and Chris Middleton. They got some guys that can play
1: they getting everybody back, John. That's the thing people don't understand. Yeah. They didn't have all these guys. They didn't have Lopez and Connaughton and these guys early in the year. And you know, holidays back. That's the same team holiday's that played really last good. year. And I, I know they Serge Ibaka Steven is not Tenzo. that great a player, but you know, yeah. Dallas beats the
0: Lakers last night one twenty eight one ten. Luca had thirty four twelve and twelve. As Sorry, I Todd, father. Lakers are now, if the season ended today, they're out of the play-in portion of the playoffs. They've got the toughest schedule left of the three teams fighting for those last two spots. LeBron did not play last night um, because of the ankle injury he incurred early, uh, the night before, two nights before. He didn't play. Uh, that's not the issue. The issue is they don't play any
1: defense. They guard nobody, John. How much money did they have not playing last night?
0: Uh, Ad Well, Russell will play, but AD didn't play. And LeBron didn't play.
1: Yeah, about $100 million.
0: They were number one team in the league defensively when they won it all in the bubble. They were number one last year in the league defensively. This year, they're 20th in the league, 27th in points given up per game. That's the problem. They're old. With the Lakers, they're old and they don't want to play any defense. Um, I think they're out. I don't think they get in here because Agreed? their schedule is too tough, and the other team's schedules, the Spurs and the. Uh, Uh, Pelicans' schedules are soft enough where they're going to win more games than the Lakers do here. What do you do in
1: the offseason if you're Los Angeles? Get rid of some of the old guys and find some young guys that can play.
0: Uh, I heard today maybe they trade Anthony Davis. If you do that, you're in a rebuild. You're going to release Russell Westbrook, and you're going to say, LeBron, we hate to do this again, but who do you want in here? And that's been the problem. He wanted Russell Westbrook in there. That's part of the problem. I heard this yesterday. By the way, the Clippers beat Utah 121-115. to 115. Paul George came back. First game in three months, he had 34 points. The Clippers overcame a 25-point deficit. There have been seven games in the NBA this year where teams overcame 24 points or more deficit. The Clippers have done it four times.
1: That's a great trivia question. That means, nobody got that.
0: Doesn't that mean you, you got to get better starts to your games? I mean, that's why the, that's negative guy would look at it this way. Dude, what's what's going on in the first and second quarter? But Kyrie Irving said last night after the uh, Brooklyn Nets beat Detroit, um, Kevin Durant had forty-one and eleven last night. By the way, Kyrie had twenty-four, and after the game, Kyrie said, "You're not get ready for this." You know, I'm a fan. You're a big fan. I think I need a, I need a little rest. Oh my goodness! What's your reaction to that, Tony?
1: Uh, they finally let you play. You got twenty seconds in Go. New York. <laughs> Boo.
0: And he played at home last night. Boo.
1: I, I cannot th- stand Kyrie I think really. I need
0: a rest. That's like when you go on vacation and you come back, you're on two weeks vacation, you come back no, to I'm work. I'm tired. Two days later, you yeah, boy, I need a day off. I need a day off. This work is killing me. Oh, gosh. I got no picks for tonight. By the way, I, I split last night. I had St. Bonaventure and Texas A&M. So uh, tomorrow we'll pick the NIT championship for you and uh, recap what happened to the NBA. Thank you to Tony. Thank you to Douglas, as always. Uh, good luck to the, uh, to the Cards on Friday. You've been listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.